In our ongoing series to meet candidates who are running for election this year, especially in Missouri with the uh, August 2nd primary coming up, we have a man who has challenged 6th District Congressman Sam Graves for his seat, his long-held seat. John Dady is joining us. John? Hey, everybody. How are you doing today? Welcome to our podcast. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Appreciate it. So you have challenged Sam Graves, and I like to ask people who have challenged someone in their own party why. Uh, he's a go-along, get-along politician. He doesn't have our interest in mind. He doesn't know we're in a spiritual war for this country. Um, he still calls the Democrats across the aisle his friends. They're not. Um, their party's doing everything they can to destroy us. You know, for years and years— I mean, coming out of like uh, World War II, the, the Democrats had a majority in the House for like 50 years yeah, until 1994. And I remember Bob Michael was the minority leader out of Illinois. Maybe you remember back that far. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a go-along, get-along kind of guy. And, you know, they just hung out on K Street with their friends from the other side, knew they were going to get the crap kicked out of them every two years, and they didn't care. They were the permanent minority. Yes, they were. But we as Republicans, we had a taste of what it was like to run the place back in 1994 when Newt Gingrich came in with the yep. class of 94. Um, and here we are again today uh, on the precipice of a red tsunami like you and I have never seen in our lifetimes looking like it what will we do with it oh god i hope we don't squander it that's the biggest fear between myself and and most real conservatives like me is when our side has that power we usually squander it i mean they say that they're gonna have all these committees and investigations into all the corruption that's been going on since biden was installed as president okay they're really great at having hearings and making their points but their follow-through they don't have any they never get anybody actually referred for charges, do they? No. So I think, sadly, folks, with the crop of um, candidates that we have elected and running, they're probably just going to beat their chest and say, oh, look what we did today. We had hearings. And that's going to be pretty much the extent of it. I'm not one of those guys. Either we're a nation of laws or we're not. We have a two-tiered justice justice system right now in this country. We cannot survive that. We're rapidly turning into a police state. We really are. Look at what the FBI has been doing. For years, they run interference and helped Hillary Clinton with the Russian collusion. FBI fingerprints are all over that. Look what they did with um, the Whitmer thing up there in Michigan. Remember right, that? I do. Okay, that was a setup. And now there's more and more information coming out every day that FBI did have confidential informants at January 6th. So is this a police state? Uh, yeah, if we're not there, we're, you know, minutes away from it. That's how I feel about it. Well, you know, as we go into this election, and Kurt and I talk a lot about this a lot on the podcast, and you and I were talking about it earlier, we're big on the Constitution. Yes. That Constitution is – is uh, a genius document in how it's constructed, but it's not being used correctly in that the preeminent power in the Constitution is Article 1. It's Article 1 for a reason, the Congress of the United States. That's right. You are running to replace a guy who's been there for a very long time. 22 years. Yeah, 22 years. Um, and we're hoping that with this new crop of Republicans who go in, they're going to shake things up and they're actually going to run the thing like it's constitutionally set up to run. 
oh, that would be great if that were to happen. Yeah. Um, How do we get there? I don't know. People, you know, one of the big questions that people ask me when I'm out talking to them, they ask me if I'm in favor of term limits. That's a big question. I don't know if you get asked that a lot, but I do. We talk about it a lot. And I said, yeah, okay. I said, yeah, we have term limits. Congress is, congressman is limited to a two-year term. But you all keep voting for them time and time and time again, and then you say, well, we need term limits. No, folks. We need you all, when you don't like your senator or congressman at any federal or state level, you have the power to term limit them. It's called vote them out of office. You're not doing it. Yeah. I mean, the problem what we have is people vote for what they know. And Congress typically has a very low approval rating. Yes, they do. But if you ask somebody, they really like their congressman. Yes. <laughs> they just don't like Congress. I haven't had, <laughs> I haven't found any enthusiasm for Sam Graves out there campaigning and talking to people. Just none. So, but aside, you know, short of a miracle, he's probably going to win. Yes, because he has a name recognition, and folks, just because he has a name recognition, you know, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, which we all know what that defines, right? Insanity. Yeah. Thank you, Dale. So Sam is never going to fight for the six districts interest or the interests of the Republic. He's never shown any fight in him in 22 years. I was born fighting. I'm not going to stand and look Satan in the eye and then run and cry for mommy. I'm going to land a few blows and I need your all's help to do it. And our Republic needs this her citizens to stand up, be vocal, be heard, and unite. The left never takes a day off. Even when they don't have the White House, they have all the bureaucratic agencies. Their drumbeat of destruction of this country is 24-7, 365, and we just sit back there and watch it. I can't tell you how many elected officials have told me when I'm talking to them, says, oh, well, John, you know, the people will figure it out. Will they? They're so busy, so divided, so confused, so lied to. They're not going to figure it out. They need their leaders to be leaders yeah. and explain to them what is going on and why. And people, you need to keep your bosses, your employees in check, and they are your employees. So we need to step up to the plate on it. Boy, Nancy Pelosi doesn't see it that way. <laughs> That's another aside. Yes, I, before we get too far down a rabbit hole, I want to go back to term limits for a second okay. uh, because we are big on the podcast here uh, with the Article 5 folks. I don't know if the Convention of yeah, States, if you've it. talked about that. Yeah. And, and I get what you're saying on a logical level that we do have term limits and especially House members because they're up every two years. But what we can't stop is stupid people from voting. We cannot no, keep stupid people from voting. And they go in there every damn time and they look at the ballot and it's like, oh, yeah, Sam Graves, that's the guy. That's the guy that we want. So because we can't stop that, mm-hmm. I think we do need term limits. Um, and that's what the Convention of States says they want to do and things. use Article 5 in order to you know, force an amendment to the Constitution that creates these term limits because the voters are not doing it. True, but you know we need how many more states to get to ratify that? Eight or ten? Kurt, where are we at on that? Do you remember? We need thirty-four. We need at least ten more. I thought it was nineteen is where we are. Yeah, yeah we, yeah, need, we 34. need thirty-four. Right. Some of the states have passed it through one body and and not right. the other. And we've been at this a long time, twelve years. Right. Okay, I'm going to make a prediction. If we keep going the way that we are, this country will be long over 
done a footnote in history before a convention of states is ever held, much less adopt a platform, pass things, and then put it out to the states for ratification, right. which requires 38 states. Yeah. This is, it's to me, it's like, oh, well, we're, it's a feel-good thing. We're trying. Now, under normal circumstances, if we weren't under absolute assault 24-7 by the left, I'd say, okay, great, fine. Let's do that. We don't have that kind of time. Yeah. We just really don't. This is why I'm appealing to the people to do what they need to do, mm-hmm. educate themselves, and quit voting for the same people over and over again and expecting a different result. It's not going to happen. It just does it. Well, okay, so Article, you don't like that, so let's go back to it's going to be a red tsunami. What are the Republicans going to do with it? Because as I talked to you before the podcast, what Kurt and I say a lot is that when Democrats have control, as they do now, they, they control both houses of Congress and the White House, we are going toward the cliff at light speed. When Republicans have control, we're going toward the cliff at the speed limit. Destination is the same. So, I mean, what do we do differently this time? What do we ha- what we have to do differently? See, I'm a I'm a big states' rights advocate. Always has been. Um, our federal government has been way out of control for, I don't know, eighty years. Well, well it's, it was never set up to do what it's it was doing. Never now. set up. That's right. So. I would be proposing legislation to defund about every freaking agency that we have. In other words, close them down. Right. Turn those duties back to the states. I would start with the Department of Education. They need to go bye-bye like yesterday. Completely agree. And um, this extortion of our school districts by the federal government, oh, well, Missouri, we have one point. $3 $3 billion for you this year, but you got to do X, Y, and Z. Right. No, no, thank you. And the states need to have control over the schools, over the teachers, and over what they need to learn. Our teachers aren't being educated, right? They're being indoctrinated right along with the rest of them. People think for some reason you're a teacher, so you're, you know, Einstein Jr. or something. No, you're not. Yeah. Have you seen all these teachers on TikTok? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> So we, we don't need It those. may shock you that I don't watch a lot of TikTok videos. I don't need them, but it's on my, it's on my feed for another thing. The, the, the lives on TikTok, it's very revealing. Yeah. Well. You should check that out. But um, we need our schools taken back by the states. We need to take care of our own damn roads. How much of that money we send into D.C. every year that gets, oh, here's a few bucks back to you for your roads and bridges? With strings attached. With strings attached, always. Well, you got to lower your speed limit. you got to do this, you that. You have to have seatbelt laws. It's just you got to lower your DUI amount down to 0.00 because that's where they're heading on that one. Yeah. If you even walk by a beer and smell it, you're drunk. Yeah. Okay, this is where that's heading. Okay? So I don't like being extorted, threatened, or blackmailed. I just don't, especially with my own damn money. Uh, you know, I've said this before, that, that I look at our federal government as it sits right now. It's the biggest money laundering pit it is. in the world. You're right. It, it would is. be illegal if it weren't the federal government because they basically, as you say, extort money from all of us, and then they parcel it out a little mm-hmm. bit at a time. And then they pay it to their buddies and um, in the special interest groups and yeah. unions because they launder money through the unions, you know, you know this. The Democrat Party right. has been doing so, that. So, you know, right. when the left hears you and me talking like this, they say they're just crazy. They want to shut the whole thing down. They want to starve children. And, and Oh, no. Actually, you know who wants to starve children? USDA. They want to starve your kids, folks. 
if your school district does not provide transgender, allow transgenders to use your daughter's restroom and your daughter's locker room, they don't agree to that. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to cut the school lunch money. So they will literally starve your children until you give in to their demands on this. That people, if you don't know about that, you need to know about it. Now you do. And that's just a prime example on how they manipulate and control. This is how wicked and evil they are. They're literally willing to starve your children if you don't bow at the altar of transgenderism and anything else that the left says you must bow down to. Mm. I don't bow that down to anybody except for God. No human being, no mortal person deserves it or is respected. Never going to happen. Well, Joe Biden this past week uh, tweeted out something. I don't think he tweeted it. I think somebody tweeted it for him. I can't imagine Joe tweeting. I can't either. That that women of America now have been awakened by Roe versus Wade being overturned, and women are have more registrations than men, which is true. Yes. Um, but the great vast majority of women now are going to go to the polls, and Democrats are going to be reelected because of Roe versus Wade being overturned. Your thoughts? I think that's just fooling themselves. Is what I think. But what I did read is um, contraception sales are up. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, wow, what a novel idea. Instead of using abortion as birth control, use damn birth control to begin with. Yeah. You know? So I did read that. Vasectomies are up. Vasectomies are up, too. Yep. Yep. You see, that can be, in theory, reversed. But um, you can actually- God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what I'm thinking right now, Dale. (laughs) We let it all fly on this thing, John. Uh, (laughs) Oh, this one you might not. Oh, you can edit it, right? Uh, There probably should be an IQ test before you're allowed to procreate. I think that's true. I mean, you know, we have to take a test before we drive a car. Nobody has to take a test before they become a parent. Any any idiot, any fool, any irresponsible person can create a child. Yeah. And then... That's not good for the child. It's not good for society. And it's just like, just because you have the right and ability to do something, maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. You know, you have to exercise the self-control. Well, you know, we were talking about this before the podcast, and I've said this too before, um, that Roe versus Wade happened in 1973. Republicans were against it. Everybody from Ronald Reagan to George H.W. Bush to George W. Bush um, were going to repeal it. Um, it took the three justices put on the court by Donald Trump in order to get that done. But but I think the reason why it happened was because the left wasn't satisfied with a right to they, abortion. No, they weren't. They wanted to continue to poke and prod and say, okay, now we want uh, abortion on demand for nine months with no questions asked. And you know what? Uh, the governor of Virginia even said, who's a doctor, that you could make the decision after the child was born to you know peacefully put it down yeah. like a dog. Yeah. Well, I know we don't like name calling, but. I don't like name calling. You can do whatever. Uh, thank you. Yeah. So, see, the left has all kinds of names for us. I mean, what are we? You want to rattle them off? Sure, go ahead. Okay. We're xenophobes, homophobes. Now we're transphobes. Um, we're racist. We're skinheads. I might have left out one or two. But this is all the things they accuse up. Oh, yeah, and we're fascist, too. Racist. Yeah, racist, of course. So they accuse the right of being all those things. I've never known a real conservative Republican who had any of those ideas, believed in any of that. So I decided, because I like to push back. No, I like to hit back hard. 
Okay, so Democrats, I have a name for you. Anybody who supports killing an unborn baby at any time and got really, really grotesque as partial birth abortion. It's like, can you imagine the conversation going on between the abortionist and the, and the woman giving birth? Well, we got the baby halfway out. Should we suck his brain out now or do you want it? That is demonic. So I renamed the Democrat Party long ago to the Demon Crap Party. You must be a demon to promote these things. You just can't be anything else other than that. So they have a name that they have earned, Democrats. So if you win this election for the 6th District, I'm guessing the Democrats will not be your friends across the aisle. Uh, no, they'll be my target across the aisle. <laughs> got to be careful when you say something like that, well, too. you know, political target. <laughs> Politically is, speaking. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I would like to introduce some legislation, unlike Sam, okay, Who's tired of 2,500 pages of bills that you get like two seconds to read? Anybody? Yeah. I think we're all tired of that. It allows for a lot of subterfuge and a lot of stuff to get passed that shouldn't. So I want I have this thing that's called the Transparency and Accountability Act, okay, where that will limit your legislation to 10 pages. If you can't write a bill in 10 pages, find another freaking job, okay? Now we're going to limit it to Five pieces of legislation under consideration at one time, okay? Once it's passed out of committees and everything, it has to be posted for 96 hours for the people to read it. We can read 50 pages. 2,500, it's overwhelming. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's doing it. So we need to condense it down so the people can read it and have time to understand it. So four days, which would not include um, any holidays. So if there's a holiday involved there or, or a weekend, it extends more. So this way, it's really put in Congress under a microscope. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're going to have to be very careful what they put in these things. So, and to me, it would add more participation on the part of the people. Okay. Another thing I want to introduce is um, let's talk about Social Security. Sure. Okay. Under Biden's economy, we're all taking a bloodbath. And I, it just this whole thing with Social Security, right now you can earn, if you're not in full retirement, $19,560 additional per year, right? Okay. Then for every dollar over that amount, they knock you, for every $3 over that amount, they knock you down to one. So that's a 33% deduction in your benefit amount, right? I don't believe in that. So I want to raise it to, I was initially thinking thirty, but probably thirty-five thousand a year now because inflation is just out of control. Rampant, and the seniors haven't kept up for decades with inflation anyway. So thirty-five thousand dollars a year that they can earn, any amount over that, it's a one-dollar deduction for every ten dollars over. So we're counting from thirty-three percent deduction to ten percent. So the, the seniors who want to remain active and an important part of their community, and want to make some additional money, then they can do that. So that's $16,000 a year more right now, plus the, the hit rate will be significantly less. Another thing I want to do is on taxes. You know, the government says we spend the money and we spend it back in the economy. No, they don't. People want to believe that stuff, and I, I just don't know why. So I want to redo. Right now we have $12,500 a year as a standard deduction, mm -hmm. right? I want that standard deduction to go to 100000 First hundred thousand dollars you make, folks, no federal taxes. That'll cost about three hundred and fifty million or so dollars a year to the Treasury, which is not even an accounting error, and their five point six trillion dollar budget they're proposing. 
right? Now you got those 350 or so million more dollars sped back into the local economy to fuel your, your businesses at local levels, your sales tax for the schools and whatnot, or invest or save. So see, that's money that actually does go back into the economy. Well, you're into the weeds now with a lot of math and a lot of numbers and all oh, that. Well, I, if if I, folks want to learn more about you, your platform, and donate to your campaign, because it's it's tough to be an insurgent in a primary campaign like it you is. are, how can folks read more about you and donate to your campaign? Um, go to johndatyforcongress.com. You can donate there. Plus, I've got um, some podcasts up there and some videos that I post on Run, Rumble and some things that are written out about um, other pet project I have is this man-made global warming stuff and the EVs, these batteries, folks, we're literally going to have to strip mine the entire planet to get the needed minerals to build these batteries. There's a lot of child labor involved in this as well. Right. Look this up, folks. You're being sold a false bill of goods. China processes 80% of the lithium-ion batteries on the planet. As part of China's Belt and Road Initiative, their goal is to lease at minimum, control the leases on every mine on the planet, if not outright own them. So they will have total control of our transportation because our batteries are going to be required. That is not a place we need to ever be going. This is all making China wealthier, making us poorer, and our grid, I've talked to a couple of electric people recently to verify what I thought I already knew. We get about 25% of our power right now from renewables, which includes hydro and nuclear. I asked them, says, we ever going to be able to power Missouri on renewables? Get laugh, and they say, no, it'll never happen. So, folks, it will never happen. It can never happen. We use 4 trillion gigawatts of power in 2020. And that's not going down. It's not going down. That's right. <laughs> so we need nuclear, a lot more nuclear. We do. And our coal plants, don't let the, you know, every time the left is lying to you, well, they're talking, they're lying. But you have to educate yourselves. Our coal plants are 93% efficient. Did you know that? 93% clean now. Cleaner that's, burning. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's really good. Way mm-hmm. better than it was when we were kids Exactly. <laughs> and um, we... Hydro, well, you know, this has got to be geographically available to build those things. Can't do it in Arizona. No, can't do that in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, well, we got um, the big lakes out there drying up. Yeah. Did you yeah. see, on, I saw it recently, said something, and it's a good idea. I like it. It says, uh, we can build an aqueduct from here to Lake Powell and Havasu for the Mississippi River. Okay. And within months, fill those reservoirs up. How about that? 240,000 gallons per second, which is, what was it? I think that was like 10%, not even 10% of what actually flows by mm. the Mississippi River anyway. Yep. So are you going to miss 10%? No. But we're going to have to do something because millions of people are soon going to be out of water. No people has nothing to do with man-made global warming. It's just a cyclical process that we've known about. The man-made global warming is a myth to gain power and control over the people, pure and simple. That's all it has ever been. There has never been a consensus. The consensus, sadly, is that people believe it. But there's never been a scientific consensus. I've not talked to one climatologist yet 
that believes in this. In fact, they have evidence that this isn't true. I'm almost 61 years old. I've seen things change. You know, um, the world has been hotter. Did you know that? Ice cores from Antarctica well, shows it's been a lot warmer than it is now. And there were no people. Right. Well, you know, the planet is 5 billion years old. It's been through a lot. Right. Yeah. And what are we going <laughs> to do? There are cycles. Right? What are we going to do, people? You you want to destroy our economy for what purpose? Yeah. We're already the cleanest country on the planet, number one, mm-hmm. and we managed to do that without destroying our economy until now. Yeah. China and India are massive polluters. We live on the same planet. Think of the Earth as a snow globe. Everybody can relate to that. And you shake up that snow globe and the stuff is flying around every place. It goes everywhere, folks. It just doesn't stay in China or India. Yeah. It goes everywhere. So if they really believed in man-made global warming and CO2 is going to kill us, what um, what that bartender said, what, 12 years? And she said that three years yeah. ago? So if AOC, by yeah, the way. AOC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's my favorite pet rock. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to her, I suggest you stop. Okay, she says we have nine years left because if not, we're going to all die. We may all die, but it won't be because of man-made global warming. It'll be because of man-made crop shortages, which we're dealing with right now over in Europe and it's coming our way. Kind of hard to grow crops without, without fertilizer. The Green New Deal requires farmers in this country to go organic. Did you know that? I didn't. We'll lose one third of our crop yield minimum. That's the estimates. Most of that goes to feed our protein food, cattle, chickens, sure. dogs, mm-hmm. right? They're going to be gone. Of course, Bill Gates wants it to be gone because he's creating synthetic meat. Mm. You know that? Oh, yeah. He's, he says, we're going to like it. Okay? Synthetic meat. I don't think I'm going to like it. Uh, no, no. I know I'm pretty picky. Well, this is why they've been coming out with these plant-based burgers for the last several years. It's yeah. getting people used to it because they know that they're going to they're gonna decimate the cattle supply yeah. on purpose. So when the farmers have to plant organic, there's less food for everybody. And, of course, you know, they're saying you have to put batteries in your, your tractor, your combine, which will weigh several tons, and you'll need a power plant on your farm just to keep that going. That's no joke. That's real. You have a lot of thoughts on a lot of different things. Oh, I know a lot about a lot of things. <laughs> what is your background? Just me. Just I mean, your job background. Oh, I've done all kinds of things. Um, right now, I do independent contract work, which is almost gone. Um, I've been in newspaper business for a long time, distribution on that. and um, So you've was, actually had a job. You've, you've run something. Yeah. All right. I've had a lot of people work for me before. Right now, I'm just down to one. But I, Unlike our president, you know, who's never run anything. No, no, no. Most Democrats haven't run anything. And anything they did run, they run it to the ground or use public money for it. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I just, I just learn, you know, I like informing myself, you know, so. And it takes a lot. I think it takes a lot to jump into a race against a guy who's been a congressman for 22 22 years. years. And Sam won't debate me. And um, he does, he sends his um, surrogate out to places. I have an event next, later in the week. He'd be curious to see if he shows up there too. I doubt it. Yeah. But um, because we're going to be allowed to speak to the media. And I'll speak to the media, but I'm not there to speak to them. I'm there to talk and have a conversation with the people. All right. Well, let's give out your website one more time. Okay. It's johndadyforcongress.com. D-A-D-Y. D-A-D-Y. Yeah. It's all spelled out, johndadyforcongress.com. 
And I'm on Facebook at, you guess it, John Dady for Congress. So, yep. And I'm on Getter at um, JBD10611. So I have a lot of presence out yeah. there. So if you live in the 6th District, and you should find out which district you live in, because the Kansas City area, you know, there are several districts that intersect. In fact, I was telling you, I live in Blue Springs, Missouri, which is the intersection of 4, 5, and 6. Yes, it is. So I live on the northwest side of Blue Springs, so I am in your district. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah. Your neighbor might not be. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you. I'll look forward to seeing what happens on August 2nd, and we'll continue to follow you here. All right. Appreciate it, you guys. Take care. Thanks for coming by. All right. Thanks for inviting me.